0: Welcome to our December 11th worship service from North Coast United Methodist Church. Christmas is joy, religious joy, and inner joy of light and peace. May the light of joy fill your souls today as we join together in worship, and may the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Let's join together in our call to worship. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. Let's make room to receive the joy of Christmas. Let's open our hearts to sing of hope, praise, and joy.
1: Amen.
2: What a fantastic week, right? This week... I'm out at the piano, because as you can guess, it's joy. The angels appeared to the shepherds in the field singing about the birth of Jesus coming. And what a better place to be than the piano. One of the best places to be in all of this beautiful church, right? Where we can sing and worship. This is one of my favorite places. I love worship. And if you've ever been with me on Sundays, you know how much I love to dance and to sing our worship, especially with all of my hand motions, right? It's one of my favorite things to do. I love to worship and have so much joy over loving Jesus and just loving everything. How much does all of those things, what can you do? What brings you joy? So hope, love, and now we're going to add our joy candle. I love this, right? This is so much fun. Imagine all that joy that all those shepherds just felt. I love this. Do you love this? So much joy. I cannot wait for next week. Come on back.
0: As we continue in the lighting of our Advent candles, let's join today in the lighting of the Advent candle of joy. Jesus taught his disciples how to find joy. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Today, we light the candle of joy, remembering that the path of joy is paved by love. As we light the candle of joy and relight the candles of hope and love, we sing with Mary My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in my God my Savior. Mary prophesies that Jesus' path of love would bring joy to those most downtrodden by the world. May we walk in the path of love that Christ's joy may become complete in us. Let's join in prayer for our candle of joy. We come rejoicing as the day to celebrate your birth draws near. Lord Jesus, we glorify your precious name and we give thanks for your birth in our lives. As we share your love with the world, bring joy to our days, bring joy to this season and bring joy to our world. Amen. Join together in prayer. You meet us in our suffering, passionate one, for you are suffering love. Be with us when life struggles seem too much to bear. Ease our load when we grow weary. Turn our sight to passion of your Son, as he carries the weight of the world for our salvation. We are ready for your coming, O God, the coming of your saving love. Amen. Let's continue in the prayer that Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Our scripture today comes from the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verses 19 through 20. Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always give thanks to God the Father for everything, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's join together in prayer. Precious and loving God, continue to show us your growing identity. Continue to show us how hope and love entwine into each other that produces a place of joy and freedom. Be with us today, God, as we look at how that love and hope can produce a joy that motivates us, that inspires us to keep going. In your Son's precious and loving name, I pray. Amen. We're continuing our building blocks. We are continuing the building block of hope that is the foundation, The love that grows out of that hope that not only inspires us to trust other people but it's a love that that helps us do things that we could have never imagined and that inspires us to care for others in a very deeper way. When we Experience that love. Last week, I explained in a narrative the love that had to exist between Mary and Joseph, a love, a trusting love, one to believe a narrative that was unfolding before them that brought with it more questions than reality. And another, the the ability to share that narrative in such a way that they knew it would be listened to and received and believed. There's a lot of love in that. And I'll share with you, when we can find that love, it, it produces a joy. And, and it's a joy that can exist even when things are hard, especially Especially when things are hard. Especially when that love, when that joy is intertwined with a building of a house that has the foundation of hope, the walls of love, and the roofing, the ceiling of joy. When we are passionate about something, we have the ability to make time for it. When we are passionate about something, and as I go through this narrative today, the word joy and passion are going to intertwine with each other a lot. When we are passionate about something, we give it priority. I want us to look at that prioritization today. I want us to think about that joy that makes it easier to prioritize very crucial, important things in our lives. And as we do that, we're gonna look at how that we find places in hope of hope in our lives that inspire us. We find a deep, passionate love for something that that challenges us to do things that, even within our common expectations, we are willing to step outside of to find a new wholeness. And there's, there's some freedom to try new things. I'm going to go ahead and do this this way. I want to share with you my narrative that has built a passion within my life that has me sitting in this chair. I want you. I want to share with you a place in my life that I found hope, a reality, in the creation that God is continually making me to be, as John Wesley has shared, and I full heartedly believe it. I know that I am a person that is constantly moving on towards perfection. Now, notice that I didn't say I was perfect and notice that I definitely definitely did not say that I'm, I believe that I might make it. But there is a passion in knowing that I am an individual that's willing to move on towards perfection. And there is a joy that comes from that, that, helps me keep going in some very hard places. Now, for me to do this, I will also, in this conversation, intertwine the narrative of John Wesley, the founder of the United Methodist Church. But I need you to to have a functioning definition of what joy is for me. Joy, happiness, is a place of freedom and comfort. We're joyful about things. We're, we're happy. We, we can find a way to just be exuberant about things in a playful, freeing way. Joy. But within the narrative I'm going to share with you, we think about joy and happiness as something that is separate from worry and hurt. And for me, within my narrative, for, for the narrative of John Wesley, we need to have a definition that is different than that. I Yes, yes, if we had a compare and con- contract, if I had a good and a bad category, I would put in the bad side hurt, worry, concern, and I would put in the good side joyfulness and happiness there's there is a separation within that but as we look at this narrative of what advent is i need for us also to have a functioning a functioning understanding that joy can exist within worry Let's go back through everything that we've talked about through this point. Let's look at the narrative that we used last week of Mary and Joseph. Now, last week we used this narrative of Mary and Joseph to talk about the love that existed between two individuals that was built on the foundation of hope that enabled them both, one, to be willing to listen, to understand, and receive what the other person was sharing, and for the other, the hope that grew into a trust in the individual that they would listen to them, that they would receive what was being shared, that they would caringly listen and not move the other into a place of harm, that love. And when they step into that love as they step forward in a common understanding, even though the cultural expectations still exist, there's still worries that surround, that encompass this love, they can step forward in the joy that they have in their relationship with each other to continue this journey even the celebratory love and hope that grows into this joyful journey, well, maybe for Joseph. Now, Mary was very pregnant in this journey to Bethlehem, so I'm pretty sure maybe through the confines of physical comfort, the the journey to Bethlehem may not have been completely joyful for Mary, but she could have a moment of joy within the hope and love in her relationship with Joseph. So they move forward in this relationship to what's next. We see in this narrative, we have a messenger of hope that introduces the message. We have a love, a committed, passionate love between two individuals that creates a support system for the narrative of this journey that's taking place. And because all of those things are sliding together, they begin to be able to be the carriers of a message that will produce joy for so many others. Within my narrative, there is a place that I discovered hope. And that hope happened in my life through discovering a place of music within my life. When I was in high school, the music, well, I had, I had already been a part of music way before high school. This introduction to, to my journey actually started in fifth grade. When I started playing saxophone in the junior high school, middle school band and grew into playing band in, in junior high and moved on in the high school, shifted over and started participating in jazz band and playing saxophone was sort of this building, starting building point of hope for me. Music gave me hope. Practicing my saxophone gave me hope. But then, and this is where the story really starts to pick up for me, my narrative of hope picked up when I was asked to join the high school choir. Now, I never thought about singing. It was always a saxophone, but audition for the high school choir, we got into the high school choir, and that moment, the narrative of my life shifted strongly. Not only did I have the love of playing saxophone, but then I had this love of singing that opened this new world of possibility for me. I started in junior high school with the hope that music gave me, but then it became a full-blown, passionate love my junior year of high school when I joined the high school choir. Now, here's what happened in my narrative at that point because my narrative of my educational process was very limited before this moment of truly falling in love with music. I started thinking about going to college for the first time ever in my life. For a very long time, I found myself as a person that was going to survive school, just survive school. And I would get my high school education and then I would go and I would find a job out of high school and I would live a fruitful, passionate life and that was going to be fantastic. And there's really, I want to share with you, there's nothing wrong with that narrative. There's nothing wrong with that narrative. I just had a new opportunity open up in my life that helped me see a different narrative that existed for me. And falling in love with music actually made me feel it would be possible to go to college. And I did. I went to college. I went to college and studied music. I, my degree is is a degree in performing arts, music with a focus and vocal performance. It was my hope to be a high school choir teacher. But it, there was a hope that existed in me. There was a love that was fostered when I found another extent of what that, how that love could be used. And then within that narrative... I decided that there has always been a place that faith has been important in my life as well, and I wanted to maybe not just be a high school choir teacher, but maybe I wanted to be a church music director. So I graduate from college, degree in vocal uh, performance. I did not get my education certification, and I start calling around to churches, and I... I'm looking if someone's trying to find a music director. Now, no one's looking for a new music director. I make phone call after phone call after phone call until I literally do get to the last phone number on my list. And I make a phone call to a church and they're not looking for a music director, but they are def- desperately looking for a youth director. Now, I had a history in youth ministry And that history of youth ministry led me to saying, okay, I would like to do that. And here I sit many, many years later, almost 30 years later, in this chair and ministry because once upon a time, music gave me hope. Once upon a time, I found love in music. Once upon a time I found a joy in singing and vocal performance. And that joy opened this journey that has led me to be an elder in the United Methodist Church. Now let's that's my narrative. Let me share with you the narrative of John Wesley because the narrative of John Wesley is constructed in these three these same three patterns. Hope, building the love and love building to joy. The narrative of John Wesley is is beautiful. John Wesley's foundation of hope was built at his kitchen table as a child, as he and his brother Charles had nightly Bible studies with their mom. There is a narrative of hope that exists within the journey of John Wesley because their home is, is set on fire and he is freed he he becomes and and a a bud plucked from the flame his life is spared and he continues he he has this hope that's built in the narrative of this caring caring mom who made sure that he knew all the scriptures. He understood the biblical languages. It didn't just inspire him, but it inspired his brother Charles to write half the hymns in the United Methodist hymnal. But it inspired him. So he lives within this hope, but there has to be a moment that the hope shifts to a passionate love before the narrative grows, I had a place in my life of music since fifth grade, but then it became a passionate love my junior year in high school when I started to find music, and that narrative exists within John Wesley's too his history with faith, he even becomes an an Anglican priest. priest. He becomes a priest in the Church of England. And he has this hope in his life that's built upon his faith narrative. But then at Aldersgate Church, he has a moment that he describes that his heart is strangely warm. And it's at that moment, his history of hope shifts into this passionate love. And that passionate love inspires him to do some wonderful things. That passionate love begins to have him to look outside of his narrative norm. And he becomes... A person who goes to the places where people are to share with them the gospel. This passionate love inspires him to look at the needs in the American colonies and to step outside of even his political ideals so that he can send the grace of Jesus Christ through Asbury and Coke so that the colonists. Can still have a connection to Holy Communion. We see this heartwarming experience become a passionate love that guides John Wesley to do some really great, phenomenal, awesome things so that that love can grow and reach other people. And then we see that where it becomes the joy in John Wesley's life. And he utters this phrase, the world is my parish. The world is my parish. He had the hope from years ago, growing in the nightly Bible studies at his kitchen table with his mom. He has this love that inflames his life as he has his heartwarming warming experience and then we can see that love grow and grow and we hear this this proclamation that the world is my parish and then hope growing to love and love growing to joy grows into a ministry that I personally participate in today. It's that whole growing process Mary and Joseph have this place of hope in their lives as they are revealed this wonderful mystery of Emmanuel, God with us. That hope grows into a possible narrative because they trust each other. They love each other. It's that love for each other. That gives the narrative a possibility. And then they continue a journey that puts a star in the sky. It starts a heavenly chorus singing. It directs the wise men to a manger. And it becomes our joy to the world today. Today I hope that you can celebrate hope, growing, growing, to love, growing to joy. And as we celebrate those things together, I hope that we can find a place that joy grows even within despair. Remember, I told you it was crucial that we remember throughout this conversation, my definition of joy is, yes, it's something that's different then worry and hurt but it is also something that it can exist within the worry and hurt John Wesley had to deal with his questionings of faith when that he had his failed attempt at starting a missionary in the Georgia colonies I had to deal with my own personal limitations of learning disabilities to find the joy of working and getting to this place of faith leadership. And all of us, Mary and Joseph, had to deal with the doubt and the worry of the cultural constraints that existed within the narrative of their journey. But all three of these journeys that I have shared with you have found a place of joy, within the burden because hope was the foundation love became the passion and joy set all three narratives free to go out and serve hold that narrative in your life I pray that you feel the peace of Jesus Christ within your core being and remember that God is joy within a very long journey. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the give button. Thank you for joining us. Let's join together in our prayer of giving. With gratitude and joy, we bring our gifts. And offer our lives. Bless these gifts and bless our lives in your saving love that we might work with perfect fidelity to bring your hope and joy to the world. Amen.
1: Let every sea for me Let every heart be there in the room Let heaven and nature sing Let heaven and nature sing Let heaven and heaven and nature sing Joy to the world the same Yeah.
0: Thank you once again for joining us for worship. Let's join together in our closing benediction. Go forth with hope. Go forth with joy. Go forth with faith. And go forth with the God's greatest gift of all. Go forth with love. Amen.